the Tea Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Brianna Dean and I'm your host. Today I have a special guest. Her name is Morgan and she is the host of a Healing Mind podcast. Today she's going to be sharing a little bit about her personal journey as well as some great journaling tips with us. So I'm going to introduce our guest today. Her name is Morgan and she is the host of a Healing Mind podcast. Morgan, thank you so much for joining me today and welcome. Thank you, Brianna. Thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. So I just wanted to get to know you a little bit better. And I was wondering, whenever you first started your podcast, around the same time I did, you reached out to me and asked me, because you were wanting to start a podcast as well. And that's kind of how we connected. We knew each other from school and all, but I thought that was interesting. And that's one of the reasons I was inspired to help other people start their podcast. So what was your goal in starting your podcast? How long did you think about it? Like what was on your mind? Did you have an idea of what you wanted it to be about? Or was it kind of just, you just knew it was something you were called to do or give me an idea of what you were thinking back then before you started. Wow. So yes, it's June now It's June. And this was back in November when I, when I reached out to you about the podcasting and you know, for a while I knew I wanted to help people. You know, I had, some experiences in life that I wanted to share with others that taught me a lot. And I know that, you know, there are other people that are going through similar things. And so I was looking for a way to reach other people. Basically, you know, I started just jotting down some notes about things that I wanted to talk to people about. And then I was literally at my job typing up notes. And then I saw you post something about podcasting and I was like, wow, like that could work. (laughs) And that's when I reached out to you. And then, you know, from there, it just, it all came together. Yeah. So you didn't think about it that much until you saw that post and you had already started writing down your notes about how you were feeling and everything like that. Yeah, pretty That's much. interesting. Yeah. I've never been one to really journal that much, but my coach tells me all the time that you've got to journal and I'm like, but I hate it. Well, <laughs> so- see, my thing is, and I spoke to this because I'm, I'm in therapy also, and I've been in therapy in the past and everything. And so I have been journaling for years and that's where a lot of my notes come from. And to me, I don't know about other people or yourself as far as like religion or your beliefs, but to me, journaling, I, when I, when I journal, it's like a prayer. It's like, I'm talking to God. That's all my journaling is. Yeah. And so I changed my, my journaling, so to say, into like notes so that when I have a topic that I want to talk to others about it's not necessarily, you know, it's a different conversation. Like it follows like the conversation like we're having. Yeah. I'd, I've keep some notes in my phone, like in the notes section. I, I do do that a little bit. 
<laughs> I do that also, but I'm telling you. So if you journal or try it, even like right now, let's let's do it. Let's do it together. Come on, let's do okay. it. Okay. Grab a piece of paper, right? This is what we're gonna do. And think about any particular part of your day today. Okay. Before you write down, just think about any particular part. I'm trying to grab a piece of paper, a blank piece of paper of your day today, a brief two minutes. And this is, say what you're thinking, thankful. All right. And whenever you're finished, that's the two minutes. All right. So what you wrote on your paper, and I'll share, I'll share you, I'll share with with you mine. Do you kind of see just go like whatever you wrote down on your paper? Yeah. Okay. How did you feel when you wrote that down? Great. Great, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing about journaling because like I said, I'll share with you mine. But for that, you don't have to share that with anybody. It's just for you. And that part of getting out, you know, our as a mom, you're a mom, your thoughts, you know, life is chaotic, being whether it's gratitude, sadness. The one thing that I did learn to do with my journaling is I always make sure it's in a positive note. So like even if I'm sad, I'll say, Well, I'm not feeling really good right now, but I wanna feel my emotions and learn how to, you know, make myself feel better, do things that, you know, make myself feel better in the future. So that's why journaling is very important. And that's why I do it. And that's how I got my start. So I'll share with you real quick. Okay. I mine. So I put, I'm thankful for my family, uh, my children, and how the Lord has kept us safe. I've cleansed my house today. That's something I do with my incense. My spirit feels clean. I have rested and my family wants for nothing. And then I put a question, what did it take to get you here? As in, you know, what did it take? Because this didn't happen overnight. And mm -hmm. that's one of the things that I talk about on my podcast, having peace and, you know, there's been so much going on with my family lately and in the world. Safety, like, I think we kind of take that for granted. And, um, oh yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying so, to think we could live somewhere where it's not peaceful, like, <laughs> yeah, and even in, a, in Connecticut, we are the, I don't know if you watch the news, but the, the, the fires that we're having in Canada right now, the smoke has literally caused our air quality to be terrible the last few days. There's literally the wind blew the smoke from Canada and there, our air quality is terrible. And I'm like, I can't imagine this. Some, some countries it's like this every day where you can't even go outside, you know? Yeah. So safety, you know, we take that for granted. Um, and so, yeah, that's just the exercise. Like I said, it's it's something I've been doing. And like, you know, what did it take to get you here? Like, you can, I can do a few episodes just off of that right there, you know? That's true. It so, took yeah. a lot to get me here. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. Your, your daily life. Like, and that's, I'm sure, something you're proud of. Because, yeah. you know, I, I have a pretty great life. I can't complain, you know. I'm... Yeah, so everything's not always perfect, but you're so much more blessed than you deserve. That's right. the way I, I look at my life. 
<laughs> and again, I want to I share that for others because there's a lot of people who, you know, might not be exactly where I'm at, but they're on their way. And I know I, you know, I can offer some advice to them. So, yeah. You want to know what I wrote? What'd you write? If you want, if you want to, <laughs> I'm thankful to spend the day at home cooking and cleaning and spending time with family. Maybe tonight we can all watch a movie together. I love my family. Oh, and, and tomorrow I have to go back to work. Exactly. You're <laughs> living in the moment. You are appreciating what you have today. You're making plans for your beautiful family, which you work hard for every day. And then tomorrow you're still going to be working hard for your family at work. So that's what yeah. it's all about. Yep. That's something that I've had to learn really over the past year or two is to learn to live in the moment more and enjoy the little things because, you know, sometimes things aren't that great, but look, the sun's shining outside today. It's a beautiful day, you know, Absolutely. enjoy things like that. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So I know we have some things in common as well, um, or, you know, that I actually wrote down that I was willing to talk about. And basically, you know, some of the things that, like I said, in my life that I've had to go through involve my mom and yeah. our relationship hasn't always been great. And so I've been wanting to share my story for a while now. And I don't think it's talked about enough when children don't have a great relationship with their parents because of the parents. Yeah, I agree. And it's not to place blame on anyone because, you know, we're parents now. Parenting is not easy. There is no handbook. We know that. Yeah. But in my, my role now as a parent is to do better for my children. And even as an adult, you know, I'm still having issues with my mother that it's like, okay, we have to start the cycle somewhere. Like it has to get better. And so I'm trying to do better for my children. Hey, I think you hear me now. Yeah. Okay. I paused. Okay. okay. So I was just saying, I don't think my mother is ready to take responsibility for some of the things that caused a, a strain on our relationship. And it's now beginning to cause a strain on the relationship she has or could potentially have with my children, her grandchildren. Um, hey, I got a question. Go ahead. At what point, like, how old do you think you were whenever you realized that she she was wrong? Because, you know, growing up, you see adults doing certain things and you think, okay, that's that's the way it's supposed to be, you know? But then when you grow up, you say, oh, wait, no, that's not right. They weren't... So but you get what I'm saying. So at what point did you feel like, mom, something's not right here? 
Oh man, that's that's a good question. <laughs> I'll say maybe I was I was about 15 and my mom had remarried and that marriage was causing a huge strain. Like my mother and I used to be really, really, really close. And then, and I understand, you know, you know, she ended up telling me, we did have a conversation where she was like, well, once you get older, you're going to leave the house and I can't leave my husband because I don't want to be alone, you, you know? And so, but still at 15, in my mind, I'm just like, well, you're my mom. You should want to protect me. Like, even if you don't leave the person, you know, like, there were there were there were instances where it was like really um bad as far as what's the word i'm looking for um like was he abusive so it was borderline abusive it, there were there were there were times where like we almost like mentally and verbally yes yes okay so and not physical not it it almost it was it was it was close yeah, yeah. but mostly like just okay yeah yeah I get what you're saying um I would say mentally too like it was very like controlling and this is kind of scary like when you think when I think about it now it's like it was like oh you can't eat with the rest of the family like it it was there were and I won't go too much into it right now but basically around 15 years old I was like yeah this is not, this doesn't seem right. Again, like my mother's supposed to protect me. And it's like, you're not only choose. I felt like she was choosing this person over me. But again, the protection piece was really um, where I was like, this is not right. And then now, again, like I said, as an adult with my own children, it's the same thing. Like there's been situations where I'm like, I have to protect my children. Is she still with him? Oh, yes. <laughs> They're still together. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so I see the problem there. Yes, yes, I, yes. I'm so sorry. That's tough. And it's, it's really tough because it's your mom and, you know, you love them regardless. Like, no matter what, it's still your mother. You love them. But it, sometimes you just have to love them from afar because you got to do what's best for you and your family first. And now that you have your own kids and, you know, your own family, you got to put them before anything else so i get it right and i'm glad and i'm gonna say this i'm glad you said that you know because that's i don't think what people realize and you i'm sure you can relate to that i love my mother dearly like i was thinking about it yesterday i'm like i wanted to text her just like i love you just that and nothing else yeah. like I, i'm sure she would have texted me and i wasn't even gonna respond it was just like i just wanted to tell her like i love you <laughs> but it's like all the other stuff right now trumps that because I'm always gonna love you but you know yeah I, I know the feeling because I've been there too and me and my mom we don't have the best relationship and I'm sure I don't know if she listens to my podcast or not but I'm sure she can attest to that I wish we were closer and it's okay that's just the way it is but no matter what, you're going to love them. 
just like your kids, no matter what they do, you're going to love them. But one day they're going to get a certain age where if they're doing stuff that they don't need to do, that you're not going to want them around you either. Right. (laughs) But hopefully they're smart enough to not go down the wrong path in life. And right. So with the recent death in my family, the, the thing that I'm struggling with the most is like, I wish I had that relationship with my mom to be like, you know, oh, mom, come over, like, I want to hug. Or like, even if she had visit, came over to visit my house, like, we don't, there was actually a moment a couple months ago where she had came to my house and I stayed upstairs because I was like, she doesn't, we don't have the relationship where she's able to comfort me. And it's, that's terribly sad. And that's why I'm like, people, you know, I don't think people realize how difficult that could be yeah and then it makes you want to look for love and other places and stuff like that I mean yep and that's you know where a lot of girls and I'm sure men eat men too you know go through that looking for love in the wrong places and that's why it's like I'm going to break this cycle I'm going to teach my kids what appropriate love looks like yeah yeah you want them to be happy and loved. And in today's society, it's so hard because there's so many broken families and destroyed families with addiction and divorce. And I, I know I'm getting way off and all that. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It really does stem from love and how the children and the family, you know, what we experience. So, yeah, that's why I started. And, you know, it's, my podcast isn't all about, you know, the heartbreak that my mom caused me or whatever, but it's layers that build to it, you know? Yeah. So I'm learning. I'm learning what I have to do to be a better mom, to be a better person. And I'm thankful for all my experiences. And I'm just willing to share from a healing, a healed place. Yeah. Well, one day I hope to share some of my interesting stories, but my mom did, her and my dad were married almost 20 years. I don't know. I think they split when I was 18. Mm, That must have been So, I mean, I knew their relationship was over. It wasn't really hard, you know? And I think they kind of, the last year or two, you could tell that they were only together still because of me and my brother because that last year or so they were together I was actually whenever I had my car accident and I haven't shared much about that yet but I had a really bad car accident you know when I was 17 and it was my junior year in high school and I found out later you know that my parents were getting ready to split then and then I had my accident so then I guess they just toughed it out until I got better yeah um so, I mean, I, I knew it was over. It didn't really hurt me that much. And then my dad went on and remarried to a wonderful woman. I love my stepmother. She's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And then my mom went on to have an abusive boyfriend. Mm. And then, you know, just dated some loser guys. But then she married this one guy. And he was just freaking one word to describe him weird 
<laughs> just weird. And then he had a son and his son was like my age and his son was just freaking weird. weird. <laughs> and then like I looked and, um, you know, cause once I figured out who these people were, you know, you do that, um, Facebook search, you know, check Ooh, them out. Absolutely. So I, I, I looked his son up on Facebook and I was friends with him. And I'm like, what? I don't know this guy. Like, and I'm friends with him on Facebook. So then I went and clicked the message button. And like, he was one of those randos that messaged me. Hey, 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 oh, how you doing? No. You know, <laughs> one, one that keeps on messaging you even when you don't no respond. Way. So I was like, yeah, uh, mom, these people are freaking weird. <laughs> yeah. And how, what was her response? I'm just wondering. She's love struck. Oh, you know how it is. They yeah. don't listen, you know? Yeah. And I told her before, like, I don't think you should marry him. Like, just mm -hmm. be with him. That's fine. But I, I really think you're making a mistake. And mm -hmm. she married him anyways. Okay, I was there, you know, it was a small wedding, basically just us and the preacher. And, but it didn't last. I, I knew it wasn't going to last. And that yeah. was, I think, his fifth marriage, which I'm not knocking, you know, some, some people <laughs> don't get so lucky. But, and, and then the worst part about it is mom's like, found out later, oh, I thought that was her, his fourth marriage, but turns out I was his fifth. <laughs> And I'm like, well, dang, it don't get much better, does it? But <laughs> and then, um, it turns out, yeah, he was a con artist. So I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to go into all that. Yeah. It's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say he 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 likes workers' comp. So. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I mean, you know, some people they feel they got to do what they got to do. Yeah. But anyways, I don't have any more questions for you right now. Is there anything else you want to share? I don't know how long you wanted it to be because I did have one question. That's fine. So how did it feel? I know you, I kind of asked you earlier and you said you were older and you knew, you know, that you, you guys knew that was coming. But still, to have your parents split after basically your whole life like that had to have some type of effect thing because my parents divorced but I was young yeah so I'm wondering like well I don't know I mean I was at the point where I was an adult and I just recovered from my accident and my parents were separated so like you know I could or I was staying at home half the time or I was staying at my papa's house or you know wherever so maybe it kind of gave me more freedom in a way. <laughs> so the, if that's how it affected me. <laughs> I mean, I know it's weird, but growing up, it's just like, I didn't get that vibe that this is a happy family. Like, you know, I knew my parents loved me, but you can feel. It was like, it was better. Yeah, was yeah. Better. you can feel. So that way, and I think I, I've asked my dad about it before. Like, you know, do you regret staying with mom for so? Cause that's you know, like you're half your life with somebody. Right. right. 
And, you know, he told me that, and I, I see where he's coming from. He had to do what was best for us. And he mm-hmm. said, if I, if I were to split your mom, more than likely, you know, she probably would have gotten custody. And then, you know how that goes. And then yeah. he, he already worked all the time. My dad worked two jobs most of my life. And mm-hmm. he had a weekend job most of the time. So, I mean, he worked almost every day. And wow. my mom was the the homemaker took took care of us and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but you know so but and my mom she she did she did a good job she's always struggled with mental health issues and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but she did do a decent job at times yeah she did the best she she did because you're awesome yeah thank you (laughs) well I I was pretty awesome too I mean I had to be independent because my brother was disabled too so and he's he was in and out of the hospital all the time and I even had to stay with my grandparents a lot because you know the way my dad worked and then my mom would be in the hospital with my brother right so but you know this is what it is the best of this situation yeah i'm yeah. I'm proud of where i come from i was gonna say that's tough because a lot of people can't handle that you know we yeah we, some of us are given some some tough battles some things you know as children you know you have to take on a lot of responsibilities so yeah Good for you. and then ones. as an adult like this is my first time living in a house i lived in a mobile home my entire life until i was able to buy my own home and that's something that i'm so proud and happy that i did so good for you i mean i'm sorry i didn't cut you off that's amazing you're fine yeah because my we own our house too this is the first house i lived in three years now and prior to that i was on my own for about 10 years but I moved a lot, like apartment to apartment. So this is the first time I have like real stability for my children. And so I know it's like that it's a, you get a huge sense of satisfaction. Like, look what I went through, but I still was able to do this for my children. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, you know, I had to end the cycle and some things, you know, for my own children. I'm like, I'm going to, they didn't ask to be here. So I'm going to do better for them. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. Just tell everybody where they can find you. And yes, you guys can find me. The name of the podcast, again, is A Healing Mind. And wherever you can find the podcast, pretty much Spotify, Apple, all those, the main ones. A great interview. Thank you so much, Morgan, for joining us on the Tea Unfiltered podcast. And y'all make sure to look her up. She is at a Healing Mind podcast. I'll make sure to link her show and also her group in the show notes so you can easily find her. Thank you. And y'all have a great day.